This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. I've always wanted to be able to say this. Hi, the problem is me. Hi. What's wrong with you? (laughs) What's up, Brigade? Sorry we're a little late. Sports Grid, you have no idea what we're talking about, but I had to attempt to get my daughter Taylor Swift tickets today. Did you get the tickets? No, because they, they the entire damn country crashed Ticketmaster. You're talking so, about everybody on the East Coast got them. No, they did not. They're all crashed. And my so guy our, got them. Yeah. New, newbie some, got them. Some people got them. Our pre-sale is now at 3 p.m. Pacific time. So... We saw the rolling cascade of problems because the tickets went on sale for Taylor Swift every oh, at 10 a.m. in every time zone. So the East Coast, they started, then the Central Time started, and then the Mountain Time started. And then finally for us on the West Coast, they just said, screw it. <laughs> we can't handle this. L.A., Arizona, Vegas, Seattle, and one other one. You guys are all now at 3 p.m. Pacific. It was supposed to have been 10 o'clock in the morning. Now it's 3 p.m. Pacific. So they shut it all down. And they said, we'll see you guys in the afternoon because we're too far behind. We've had too many people collapsing this whole thing. They crush Boston news stories are coming like crazy based upon how many times Ticketmaster has crashed for the three shows in Foxborough. First time Taylor ever sold out a show was in Foxborough. So the Fan base in New England is bonkers for Taylor Swift. But so not yet. The answer is not no. The answer is not yet. So I get to do all this all afternoon. I get to spend at 3 o'clock or 2.30 Pacific time. <laughs> I get Good to attend. you ain't got another job. Well, if it was Wednesday, I'd be screwed. <laughs> it's Tuesday, so I'm, I'm right. okay. You do have another job. <laughs> if it was Monday or Wednesday, I'd be in deep trouble. But Tuesday, uh, Tuesday afternoons are generally quiet until like uh five for me so we'll see how it all kind of plays out we'll see how this what what this looks like so fingers crossed still ridiculous (laughs) it's so strange in 2022 when i was growing up you're a little older than i am but but we're both in the same generation in terms of how this used to go lines of people used to be the biggest issue like if you wanted to go to a concert tickets would go on sale at your local Ticketmaster, so you would camp out at your local Ticketmaster or ticket right. shop and all over the all over the area you know whatever record stores would have Ticketmaster booths they'll have that they'll have like this really big crazy computer they print the tickets out physically and they all be tied to some big database and the line would be extremely long and then the weather came in. It would be like a, a November morning and it'd be 25 degrees outside and you'd be shivering and cold. So people were like, that's dumb. Don't do that anymore. Let's do it virtually. Now it's a virtual line <laughs> that they knew how many pre, pre-code, pre-sale codes they sent out. So they knew the number of people who were going to be on the website. Yeah. How do you not prepare 
for that number of people to be on your website. Can't say I'm surprised. I mean, I don't get it. So like today, here we are and people, there's a lot of angry people today. There's a lot of mad people who are frustrated about on the East coast, friends of mine who have been sitting for three hours trying to get their kids, these tickets. And it's unprecedented. I'll give you that. We've never seen this type of crush because normally stadium tours don't happen like this. The sheer volume of tickets is the problem. Oh, my head's going to explode. <laughs> I don't know. I'm worried about talking about Taylor Swift tickets. Listen, that we'll get you tickets. Don't worry. Stop with this bullshit. We'll get you tickets. We got guys. Listen, you're going to have to pay a little. Right. A little. Tickets. Do you know what the ticket value is right now on where I want to sit? I don't care what the ticket value is, but tell us, please. Right now, if you wanted to buy tickets to where I want all six of us to sit yeah. for the show, yeah. each ticket is 1300 bucks. We ain't going. <laughs> no. Never a million years. That's, so that's, why, that's why everybody is trying to get these tickets now face value because the face value of it is like 300 So it's 4X. It's ridiculous. Now, there's other ways that other people I know, and I, we, we, you, you have guys, I have guys, like we, we can figure things out. It's just, I would rather just get the face value and be done with it and then no, and then forget it. I don't got to worry about it. I don't got to hustle. Like we're just, we're done. <laughs> like it's easy. Biggest mistake I made, wasn't even a mistake, a learning experience. Went to the 1993 Rose Bowl. Okay. From Penn State. And my girlfriend at the time was from Orange County. So I had a place to stay. All I had to do was get tickets. And she's like, you got to get tickets. You got to get tickets. A Rose Bowl is so busy. It's this, it's that. You know, she grew up out there. And for you kids, in 93, the Rose Bowl was a pretty damn big deal for Big Ten teams. Just it was a big deal still. What are you talking about? Anyhow, it was Penn State's first time going to the Rose Bowl. But I had to go. She's there. We're going to do the whole thing. So I get this package. I'm going to worry about getting the tickets, all this stuff. Slept outside for the Rose Bowl parade. Never do that again. It was freezing. 36 degrees overnight. We're sleeping on a sidewalk in a car so we could stay out and have a good spot to watch the parade go by. I'll never do it again. It's amazing what these women will make you do when you're in love. I'm telling you, they got me to do a lot of things. I slept on the sidewalk to watch the Rose Bowl parade because she thought it was a good idea. Anyhow. We walk up to the Rose Bowl, and there's guys fanning tickets like decks of cards. And I was like, what is this? All these tickets are available? And the guy was like, yeah, how many do you need? I said, I don't need any. I paid the price that it was marked up and all that other bullshit. There's tickets available to everything. I can't tell you how to get them. I got guys that help me. There's guys that things like this. I've gone to events that were sold out and got tickets the day of 10 minutes before. Hmm. Everybody relax with the tickets. We'll be fine. <laughs> we'll be fine. The I, I don't know how Pittsburgh operates, but like, are there places where it's legal to scalp tickets in Pittsburgh no. in places where are, are there are legal? It's always illegal. No, it's never legal. It's always illegal. It's, okay. In Boston, it's in Boston, there's like a zone. There's like a, there's areas where there's, there's right. They, where the cops and everybody leaves you alone. Yes. Yeah. Like it's not legal, but like at, in Fenway, you've been to Fenway. So Kenmore Square, 
When I you, saw it. Okay, yeah. When you come up, when you come up out of the subway at on the green line at Fenway Park, there is an ace ticket, which is the big ticket broker, resale ticket broker. And then there's people who are going to be in that general area that will say, need tickets, need tickets, need tickets. Four, need yeah, what do you got? And got they have much. a stack of tickets, and that's where the reselling and the negotiations tend to happen. I always tell people, wait till about five minutes before first pitch. And those guys down there get real nervous because those tickets become dead. Listen, wait till the bottom of the first inning. Or that too. Yep. Or wait till the game started. Right. You may or wait till the game is started. And then people are going to be more inclined to be willing to, you know, a hundred dollar ticket becomes 50 or 40 or whatever it might be. You can negotiate it through and you can get to get into the game. So that, the that's the problem, P. Rolf, nowadays is there's no more paper tickets. Everything's on the phone. You got to transfer tickets on the phone. You can't even hand Fen- them. I'm trying to think. Is Fenway ticket? Is Fenway? Fenway, I asked them to print me tickets. And they've gone to I went in, and okay. they did. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I think Fenway, you can, I think you can still you print can tickets still at Fenway. Print I think that's the Fenway. case. You can't hear. I've not been to Fenway since post-pandemic, so I don't know if they've gone fully ticketless. Like Allegiant Stadium here in town, there's no money. There's no paper. There's, there's no, no paper. money. There's no there's nothing. There's no nothing. When you go, if you guys ever come to Allegiant Stadium, prepare, forget your wallet, bring your credit card, and that's it. Like, there's no need. Like, they don't have anything. Tickets won't be ticket. Tickets aren't paper, and your cash is not wanted. Like, you can pull out five grand. They're gonna go. No, we can't take it. Like, you have to go ahead and put it on a credit card. So, or, or debit card. So, you know, that's the modern way of going through it. I'll say this: in my, you know, I have a room over here, which it's my music room, and. I have tickets all over my wall. I think the lack of paper tickets for concerts stinks. I have a shoebox of sporting events tickets that I've gone to over the years. I'll never forget when the playoff tickets for the Penguins came. They were on a sheet. They were gorgeous. Nice. Yeah. I took a picture of them. I said, I don't even want to touch these things. They were big. The tickets were this oh, yeah. big. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, paintings and stuff. And that's where they give you the lanyard. You can take your ticket and your lanyard. I, yeah, I, I wasn't like, a big lanyard guy. Now, I mean, I, now that we go to these things, I got to wear these lanyards. So many over, I've got like 500 over there. I saved the Super Bowl one. I yeah. saved the MLB network one. I mean, it's kind of cool now. I save them all. I, I save, yeah. I, I save them all. I just throw them on. I, I have a hook that I just throw them all on. Yeah. That, Whenever I, uh, for over the years, the things I've gone to, mostly in Vegas, I, I started, I restored, I moved to Vegas six years ago. I restarted it. So a lot of my old ones are back in Boston, but you know, it's, I don't know. I, I like paper tickets. I, I think it's fun. It's the one thing other than people taking their phones out and, you know, photographing and video everything. It's annoying. It's a souvenir that you have that like you went to this event. You can remember oh, the event. Yes. It's something fun. Oh. I, I think the kids don't get to experience that. I think they they're missing out on the actual hard tickets. And then there's a piece of memorabilia that's attached to the event. And we've talked to our guy, Darren Rovell from the action network and it, down the line, that ticket could be valuable one day. Digital tickets are never going to be valuable. <laughs> like <laughs> I was at the chief uh, shots of tickets. Yeah. Like I was at the Hell. chiefs and the bills playoff game, like in in 50 years, there's no actual like paper ticket that states that you were at that game because people are going to talk about that 16 seconds come from behind, blah, blah, blah. That game's going to be talked about for years. And yet digital tickets, whoopee. I had to, at the 2001 World Series game seven, Yankees, Diamondbacks, 
I exchanged numbers with a complete stranger that was next to me because he asked me to get him a towel. He couldn't, and he left, and he said, can you get me one of these championship somethings or whatever afterward? I said, absolutely. I was going through the shoebox over the weekend, and I found the note that he wrote back. 20 years ago. Thank you. 2001. After 9-11, that was the World Series. That's how we did things. I ripped off a piece of paper or a napkin, said, here's my name and address. Send me something. I'll send you the thing. And, and we left. I never saw the guy again. And he wrote me a, a nice thank you note. And I found it. I saved it. I immediately was taken back to that game and that whole day. That's what the ticket stub does. Takes you back. It's a bummer. Washington last night, plus 400 dogs handing the Philadelphia Eagles their first L on the season. The hell was that? We talked about it. That defense is designed, and that offense had an awesome game plan to stop the Eagles. And the Eagles did what football teams do at times. They throw up all over themselves, and they have really costly turnovers and penalties. Yeah, it causes them to lose the football game. I mean, that's why going undefeated is so difficult. It is. It's very hard. I mean, it's just inevitable. If it wasn't this week, like they're going to lose next week at Indy, like it was coming. You yeah. knew it was coming. Not surprised at all. Game going over. Oh. Um, you know, I didn't. How about how about what happened to me? Oh, the total at the end. That was. Uh, I I don't have. I don't have words for what happened at the end of that game. So the discord channel is going crazy because we all wrote it off. 26, 21, five seconds left, 47. I saw the fourth down play and I, and I went, Oh shit. Huh? You thought it, you thought it, didn't you? You thought it. Well, I thought it because the ball went to the 10 and I went, shoot. So the ball goes to the 10 yard line. I was like, can you please not do the stupid 10-yard lateral? Chuck it deep. Mm, yeah. The 10-yard lateral play never works. Ever. Ever. The bomb where you might catch it on the 20 and then throw it backwards, and that might work. Nah. But I'm going to throw it short, and I'm going to try to run around. Never works. I never. don't understand the idea. I don't get the principle of it. And I watched it and I went, oh no. And the second that ball got thrown backwards, I went, oh no. Because the Discord channel was all like, we hit, we hit. This is incredible. Wow, we survived. How do we survive? And I was like, man, this is insane. It's like, I can't believe this cashed. And then it did not into the I, end zone. I I actually I was on with Gabe. Cam was off. And I bet under 47 and a half in game. Would have cashed. I had under 51 and a half. Would have cashed. In game. <laughs> then when it got to the peak, which I thought and was and the half. peak, 53. 54 and a half. I'll give it four and a half. Okay. And I, I bet that. So I thought, oh boy, I got really lucky. 26, 21. But as soon as, soon as they punted, I was like, yeah, I knew. I was. I knew there was a I knew. possibility. I, I was I like, knew. "Oh no!" I was like, "This is." I knew. I was like, "This is really, really bad." And yeah, I mean, <sighs> Devontae Smith throws Something's the ball backwards. Speed boys, there's this glitch. Everybody's buffering. They can't watch us. I don't know what's happening right now. 
It's live. Awesome. It's buffering a little bit. <clears throat> okay. I mean, yesterday I didn't have power, so somebody ran into the generator in front of my house, so that probably has something to do with it. But, uh, but we are still live, and uh, hopefully we will remain live. Okay. All right. So, so chat, how, just so you know. Hang on. Going on. What about Twitter? How are we on Twitter? Uh, newbies. So newbie got tickets. He's clearly in good mood. Good for him. I'm happy for yeah. him. That's awesome. In Philly, the Philly shows. Yeah, good for him. That's great. He just sent me a text <laughs> or a tweet. <laughs> um, let me see how are we are we buffering on Twitter or are we just on Twitter? We seem to be okay. So, yeah, Twitter's. If you're on, if you're watching live on YouTube and it's too choppy, you can go to Twitter at Boston versus the Book on Twitter and watch the show live there. You can't do the live chat, obviously, but you can watch the show if you just want to watch the show. If you're having any problems with the with the stream, sometimes YouTube is funky. Look, I think the internet's going to be funky today with the number of people who are on it, and it's just it's thousands and millions, really. So, I mean. Not to say one concert can disrupt the entire internet, but it, it, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I mean, it's just a lot of people getting online at the same time who generally would not be online at the same time. So I'm not stunned that we're having issues, just given what I just saw with everything happening with the Taylor Swift sale. So who knows? Um, so this face mask that happened in the second half that caused, well, Goddard's hurt. Did it happen on this play? It's kind of questionable whether or not the shoulder got hurt, but the fumble happened for sure. It led to a field goal. It changed the whole game, though. Yeah. How do you miss this call? Like, how do you miss a blatant face mask like that that causes a turnover? Like, that, that is pretty obvious right there on our screen. You see the, the face mask getting pulled aggressively down. What's the purpose of having replay in the technology and not using it? It's a great question, right? Because we I don't mean, want to undermine, we don't want to undermine the referee's judgment. Nobody's undermining anything if you're getting the call right. I would agree. I'm with I, you. I, I don't understand. We can all see it. Millions of people see it. And the guy standing five feet from it didn't. It's fast. His angle's bad. Okay. Help him. Instead, you leave him out on an island and tell everybody on the field the games don't matter enough to get it fucking right. It's so dumb. And I mean, now with everybody watching the games and everything at stake and all these people betting, talking about betting and all this other stuff, like it just, it's a bad, it's a complete bad look. Is it not? Well, it's a bad look when you go to replay to review, to review whether or not it was a fumble. Oh yeah. But it's, that's but what, not reviewable. But what caused the fumble what the, is not reviewable. That's, I think that's silly. what people's questions have been of like, all right. So, like, we're determining what is reviewable and what is not, and not to say that we want everything to be reviewable or thousands of replays. We definitely but, don't want that, right? But if a guy is, if a, if a fumble is occurs because of a foul, the way that I would write the rule is, if a change of possession happens because of a blatant penalty, the penalty, if it's not called on the field that penalty can be reviewed and New York can say, we deem this to be a penalty so the turnover does not happen. Oh, gosh. Now you do it. Talk about my head hurting now. So no, you're not. You're no, not, I mean, it's just, don't I like don't want to, I don't know if I want all that. Just I want when that it's personally. fucking right. Just well, fix it. Well, how do you fix it though? You have to, it has to be language in there because every call is 
is an opinion. So there has to be language to follow. So how do you word it? So how do you determine what's a missed penalty? Well, if a turnover occurs, like if you're going to review it. So you're going to review all turnovers. There already are. All turnovers are already reviewed. That already happens. All but scoring you can't plays. review all, whether a penalty was caused, which caused the turnover. Correct. So I want that to be just another layer. You can layer. rule whether it was a turnover, yes or no, but you can't rule that the guy ripped his fucking head off to cause the turnover. Correct. Despite the fact that you can see it, everybody in the world could see it. We can't say, hey, to cause that turnover, yes, it was a turnover, but he ripped his fucking head off. That's not good enough. 100%. Uh, That's what I, so I would add another criteria. I would say that New York could overturn a turnover if a blatant penalty is the cause of the turnover. Now that's subjective. I'll understand that point of like, what is the cause? Did the penalty cause the turnover? But like if a pass interference call happens and a guy, you know, dives to make an interception and the ball hits the ground and then reviewing it and then say, okay, nope, he got the ball. His hands were underneath it. But to get there, he ripped the dude down. We're calling pass interference. People are going to flip out about that. If you add that, that's why the NFL is very nervous about that, about giving too much power to influence the game on one replay official. So it, it's a really tough area. It, I want it right too. I'm with you. But the NFL is very concerned about one person having too much of a, of a say on the outcome. I mean, that's a legitimate concern. So that's that's why they don't review you penalties. Get it right, though. You got to get it right. Well, you have to get it right. To your point, okay, the first call in the field needs to be correct. Like, you don't have to worry about the replay. That doesn't matter. What do you mean? It shouldn't make the review whether the call is right or wrong. You want you need it to be right to be reviewable, right, or to overturn or all this other stuff. If I watch the replay and I see something and I call down to the guy and say, you know, you fucking missed that face mask. What? I missed what? Guy ripped his head off, caused the ball. Oh. So did the face mask occur before the turnover? Yes. Well, then it's a penalty. Yes. Fix it. Go. Done. It's two seconds. But it's it? not. It's it's I, I you what you're saying is totally logical, but you gotta play it out. So does pass interference get that same treatment? Oh, for God's sakes, no. Pass okay. interference, just fucking just go back to the 70s. Well, you, Let them kill each other <laughs> till to get the ball. I can't take the pass interference bullshit anymore. Okay. I'm I'm not you're not wrong. I'm just saying what you're opening up is an argument for uh, you have to talk think about what else could be into that same type of conversation. It this play will never happen again. Dallas Goddard will never have the ball on this yardage in this game, getting his face mask pulled by this person ever again. So the next time it happens, it's not going to go exactly like this. So you have to have a rule in place that is worded in a way that would cover this and or other circumstances that come into play where a penalty causes a turnover. The, 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 the way to fix it first and foremost is the back judge throws the flag for face mask. And then we don't have to worry about the replay, <laughs> but they missed the first call. That's a, that's the problem. Can't miss the first call. My solution would not be to change the rules. My solution would be to get the call right the first time. Are you okay? Or are you frozen? Uh oh. I think Dave froze. Oh. Internet crash. Mine's fine. God damn it. Um, are you down? Are we all down? 
No, I'm still I'm still alive. Dade froze, so here. Throw me on the on the wide screen, and we can see if we, what we can fix with that. Till right. we get Dave in, my internet's up. We're choppy, I see, but my internet my internet's awake. And are we still on Twitter? Um, I think we're still on Twitter. Yep, we're still yeah, we're still on Twitter. Dave's frozen. We're still on Twitter, so we're still going. Okay. So, anyways, I personally speaking, okay, I get what Dave is saying. I understand the point. But it's a bigger question when you start tooling around or fooling around with these terms. So I want the call right first. So first and foremost, the referee misses that call. It's a huge call. The whole game flipped on that. Eagle fans have every right to be very frustrated and angry about that because everything changed after that play. The Eagles don't have the ability to challenge missed penalties which is the other way you could bring this up where not just a guy missing it, but a, a challenge flag, you would say, okay, one or two times a game, a, a, a coach would have the ability to go ahead and challenge a missed flag, a missed pass interference, a missed offensive pass interference, excuse me, a missed holding, uh, a missed face mask, I mean, something along those lines that would cause issues. So, that would be my solution to it is that you would have a challenge or challengeable penalty or lack thereof that would allow would enable you to correct this type of play. Now, Belichick said yesterday on Monday that he wants the ability to throw challenge flags under two minutes to stop what happened in the Bills and the Vikings game, which I concur with. I think that actually makes a lot of sense that you should be able to, if something's going to get missed, in real time, throw the flag. Now, coaches are going to do, we talked about yesterday, coaches are going to throw flags to slow down the game because they need a rest for their defense or whatever it might be. So there's definitely that concern if the NFL does allow that to be. So maybe you say, okay, you you know, the compromise, compromise is we're not going to give you that right within two minutes, but instead we're going to go ahead and allow you to be in involved in the, in the overall judgment call area by challenging a face mask outside of two minutes or pass interference or all of the pass interference or holding. And then the referees can go back and look what the NFL is afraid of. And I think is a legitimate concern is that there are penalties on every single play. There's holding on every play. There is pass interference or illegal contact. There are really fouls being committed all over the place in every single game, really on every single snap. So it's the egregious ones that they're trying to figure out. Are we all set? Are we back? I'm back. Hello. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, there you are. Yeah. Okay, we good? I guess. I don't okay, know. Let's, let's roll. Um, <laughs> so would you be okay with a challenge flag, Dave, for penalties like this? Where it's not reviewable, but you could challenge a judgment call, challenge a hold one or two times a game, not a lot, but you could have a flag, not just for reviewing a call, like a fumble or reviewing of a spot or where the a guy in and out of bounds, touchdown, no touchdown. What about reviewing a, a flag like this, making this play reviewable? Really? No. I mean, I don't know. I just, just don't we have enough? Like, isn't it enough? I don't know. So how do you fix it then? Just the guy sitting in the booth is an official. And he buzzes down and says, you guys missed it. That's it. 
We saw it. Everybody saw it. They're talking about it on the broadcast. New York calls and says it's fucking wrong. Okay, so so how do you word that? Because one guy's got a lot of power, and in the gambling world, one guy with that much power is a significant mark. It's there for everybody to see. It can't be used unless okay. it's wrong, unless it's egregiously wrong on the field. So I don't know. To, okay, so agreed. So it, it, the play must be egregious and obvious that the referees missed the call. You can correct it if it's missed and it's egregious and obvious to everyone that the call should have been made, right? Yeah, I guess. I mean, it, I, mean I'm okay I don't think that. you can. I don't think you can determine it like it's only a second half thing. It's okay. only a. It's only a this penalty call. When the fucking call's wrong on the field, we're gonna fucking which is a guy has a button. Wrong. It's a wrong button. Wrong. Oh shit. He hit the wrong button. What do I what did I miss? Um, the guy ripped his head off. I nobody saw it. I asked him. We had the referee meeting. Nobody saw it. Well, everyone else saw it, so we gotta fix it. Done. I I mean, I, I don't know. Either that has to be simplified. I don't think it needs to be made more complicated. I think we need to simplify it, and the goal should be we need to get it right. We need to get it right. Fair. I mean, are they apologizing to the Eagles today? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, that's. I'm guessing we saw it with the with the Vikings game. More on that here in just one second. Uh, this got put out this morning, and, man, I can't believe this. These numbers are outrageous for underdogs, for public sides right now in the NFL. This has been a tough year for the public in the NFL. It's actually been one of the worst years in the last decade in the NFL in terms of numbers. Action Network put this out. NFL uh, public sides are currently 61-79-3 ATS. It's the worst start through 10 games for the public in the last 20 years. Through 10 weeks. Through 10, through 10 weeks. weeks. If you were... If you were betting $100 a game, not that everybody does, but if you were, you'd be down $2,340. You'd be down what? $2,340. At 100 a game? Yep. 61, 79, and 3. Man, that is tough. Well, I mean, it's what it is. It's the NFL. It's, this is a good year for the books. Yep. So when the books had, uh oh. Where'd Dave go? We booted Dave or Dave booted himself? I think Dave booted himself. <laughs> Fresh, I can't take it anymore. I'm watching you glitch. Oh. You're freezing. The whole thing's freezing. So I just continue. I hit refresh and hopefully it's better. Oh, okay. I can't take it. When the book goes and has a, yeah, a good, um, 10 weeks, a good start like this, but can this can make the year for the whole, for the book, right? When the NFL is just, helping. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's helping. It's good for I mean, it's good for the books, especially the ones that took the mattress Mac money. Okay. This will help this will help get it back a little bit. Um this is usual though. Like this is this is a little more extreme, mm -hmm. but this is the percentage that you you fully expect. It's great for business for the book. It's great. It's you know, it's it's uh Public sides are usually a loser. So not surprising. Is it surprising to you? 
I think it's surprising at how far down it is. Like normally oh. it's not this far down. Like it's 18, 19 games under 500. That's what it is. Normally over a course of a season, right? We're only halfway in. Yeah, it's going to come back. Right? It's going to come back. Yeah. Um, okay, Farah, we'll, we'll we'll figure that out. Um, he wants to stop the show at noon because the internet really is bad at his house. So we'll see if we can run if we can run through some stuff here. Okay. Apolog- so we, we apologize, guys. This is I, I again. The internet is really crazy today, and it's it could be because of Taylor Swift. It might be because Farah had power issues yesterday. Um, we don't really know what's what's going on, but. It looks fine on Twitter to me, so I think I think this may be a connection to YouTube issue, which has happened before. But um, let's just roll through it from an audio perspective, and then hopefully get everything we need, we need to get in for Sports Grid for them for their replay tonight. So the refs missed multiple calls in the right. Bills and Vikings game, not just yep. one; they missed multiple calls. Oh yeah, yep. So not only did they have to apologize for the catch by Gabe Davis that wasn't a catch that they allowed to go. They also now realize that on that crucial first down and goal play, they allowed the bills to have 12 men oh. on, on the field. Really? Yeah. Oh. On that crucial overtime play when it was first in goal. Yeah. They allowed the bills to have 12 guys. Wow. They didn't catch it. I mean, that crew had a really bad day. What are we doing? Like, what are we doing? That's a basic thing. How do you miss? I mean, I guess it can happen. It's, it's not like everybody's perfect. But man, I don't know how you. This is it's 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 bad. Twelve guys on the field, and so like like these are like nuts and bolts stuff, right? This is like X's and O's. This is blocking and tackling for referees. Like there's one guy whose job is to count how many guys are on the field, and like. Every you, time you just miss like in the biggest of games in the biggest of moments, you're that caught up in the whole entire thing that you don't catch and the bills have yeah. 12 guys on the field. I mean, how did the Vikings overcome all this? The Viking, if the Vikings didn't win this game, if they had lost this game. The level of screaming from Minneapolis would be, I mean, completely justified. Oh, it'd be bad. Just like it'd you guys, you guys bad. ripped this game off from us. This yep. game was literally as referees, you stole this game from the Vikings. Unluckily, mm-hmm. they overcame it all and they won. Mm-hmm. But boy, that's a bad day. Bad day. Whew. I don't know. I, again, I just want it right. I just want to get it right. And I, bringing it up after, is that better or worse? Like, it's them trying to get in front of it because if it comes out that, like, hey, you know, and you pretend like you didn't know that's worse to me. I would agree. It's the fact that everything's on tape and everything is reviewable and every, and people love to do the whole dissection of every play. And then the, you know, the, the all 22 comes out and people start looking at it and they count (laughs) one, two, three, they get to 12 and they're like, uh, the Vikings were facing a 12 man front, not an 11 man front. This is not fair. And that's what, so the NFL, you're right. is trying to get out ahead of it saying, Hey, Hey, we know we acknowledge the mistake. It's our fault. Yeah. And it doesn't help anybody. Doesn't help. Doesn't help the bills. At least the Vikings, like you feel like the karma police paid off 
like it, it, the, the, the Vikings win in that regard. If they lose, like you said, screaming from the, the rooftops and all of the underground tunnels in Minneapolis where it's fucking as cold as it is there as it is here. Seriously. I mean, it's fucking freezing here. Um, but again, I just want it right. Everybody in the book, the betters, the books, the fans. There's way more fans than there are people betting. It's got to get right. It just, it, it, there has to be a way. Guy in the booth says, hey, there was 12 people on the field. How'd you miss it? I don't know. It was tying my shoe. I, I, it can be something as simple as that. Like right away, we think, oh, gambling scandal. Guy's got this, somebody, this and that. Literally, it could be the guy just sneezed when he was supposed to count. And he had, you know, snot hanging. He was looking down and he forgot to count the 11 guys and said 12. Something Fair. as simple as that. And it's going that quick, rapid fire, right? High intensity, high anxiety, make a mistake. How many you, times do you see it when you're watching a game on TV where it looks like the play clock is zero and they ain't well, snapped the ball yet? They've explained that though. Well, they can keep explaining it, but it still says zero. But they're given a beat. I understand. So sometimes they're given two beats. Right. It it's never, you know, at some point, let's just let's keep it uniform. But at the same time, because they're watching the ball, watching the ball. Right. And then they have to look up to zero. Right. And then the ball's not gone. You look up, it's zero. Then you throw the flag. But if the ball's there, you look up to zero, you look down, and the snap happens, they let it go. They let the play go. So, yeah, I mean, it's in the NBA, we have a horn that goes off that says the play didn't go. People have often said, why don't we have a play clock horn in NFL stadiums? It hits zero. Stop everything. You didn't snap the ball in time. Not a bad idea. People have said that. I've heard that for years saying why shot clock violation in the NBA. We have the light up scoreboard. It certainly helps everybody. Right. It's the, you have the horn and you have the light in the, in the backboard that when you replay it, you see the ball in the backboard and it's synced up. And if the ball is in the hand and the backboard's lit up, nope, the ball didn't get off his hands. It's a shot clock violation or it's a game over. Shot didn't count. In the, in the NFL, we have a clock that's ticking down. And when it hits zero, we don't have any way of signaling to everybody that the clock hit zero and the ball hasn't been snapped yet. I feel so bad. We got so many people to come and watch this show live and they're struggling through it. Boys, stay with us, please, the best you can. I appreciate you guys all being here. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. You can double screen it. You can do Twitter for the video and chat with the YouTube. Yeah, they're trying. They're trying their best. I feel like I'm on dial up. The comments are hilarious. Chef Benny said, dreaming about the day when you wake up and find what you've been looking for was Matt and Dave the whole time. Thank you, Chef Benny. Appreciate it, brother. (laughs) That's a nice, that's really kind of you, man. That's very, very nice of you. Yeah. So here's a question. Better division, NFC East? God. AFC East. The East is back. It used to be the West, right? It was going to be the West, and the West is cool and everything, but it's definitely the East. Um, I swear, like the ones that get me like in the, mm, like just – make people upset is the AFC East. It's the more annoying division of all of them. It's annoying, but is it better? The teams in that division just hit people where don't, it gets them in the low nether regions. Is it better? 
I said it yesterday. Every team in that division is making the playoffs for season ended today. Mm-hmm. However, if the Patriots played the worst team in the NFC East is whom in your mind? The worst team in the NFC East? Mm-hmm. Washington. Right. They just beat the number one team in the division. If Washington played played the Patriots on a neutral field, what's the line? Mm. Pick? I would favor Washington. Yeah, I'd probably. I mean, I think I'd favor New England. I but I, I, I would I make would it pick. Like, it, it's one either way. Okay. You know, it's one. And who I, wins? I, I don't know. Well, who's playing quarterback? Washington's going to make the fatal flaw of giving the ball back to Wentz? No. I don't think so. I think Tyler Heineke is going to be the quarterback. He should be the quarterback. Something happened with the feed. It looks much better now. Okay. We're, we're snapping good. Um, mm-hmm. I sure hope they don't. I mean, they had Rivera crying in the dugout. His mom passed away. Those guys were playing for each other and for him. Defense making plays. Philly should have won that game. Multiple turnovers caused them to lose, but that's what happens. I don't know. I, See, I always go to the worst team. If talking about what the best division, what the best league is, I always go to the worst. And I think Washington is better than the Patriots. So I would say the NFC East is the better division than the AFC East. You're saying the Patriots are the worst team in the division? Right now they are, yeah. Worse than the Jets? Probably, yeah. I think that Jets that Jets defense is really impressive. I need to see a lot more. The, I would rather have the Jets wideouts than the Patriots wideouts. Brees Hall is hurt, but when Brees Hall was healthy, look out. <laughs> New England's a three-point favorite this week against the Jets. Yes. At home. Yes. And the reason is Belichick against Zach Wilson. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know what they would be on a neutral. I just pick them. Yeah, so. I think the Patriots will win this weekend. It just they own the Jets, but uh, it, I just think out of conference play, New England. I'm just not very high on what that offense for the Patriots looks like right now. I love the defense. I just don't think they can score. Heineke can move. There's weapons. I, I mean, Robinson's been running the ball really hard. I love the receiving core that they've got in Washington. Mm. Got play, got players. Like the, there's just more skill on Washington than there is on the Patriots from an offensive perspective. And that defensive line from Washington is dynamite. It's good. Dynamite. Yeah. Secondaries leaves a little bit to be desired, but dynamite on the offensive line. So I personally, I would say it's the NFC East better than the AFC East personally. So that's the hat shift to the Cowboys. How about that? All right, bookmaker. All right on cue. You tell me this, my friend. Yes. Vikings have how many losses? One. Vikings are at home, right? Correct. Why are the Cowboys minus one and a half? Why are the Cowboys favored by five against Green Bay? Public. So why are they not favored at Minnesota? I thought this would be Vikings minus two and a half. This is why you're a broadcaster, not an odds maker. <laughs> this is exactly why. So you, what, you can't make it. It might, it might end up getting bet that way. Why can't you a, make the Vikings minus two and a half? Why couldn't on a you? neutral field? But explain that to me, though. Why 
as an eight and one football team. You can at your book, you take nothing but Dallas bets. That would be but awesome. Isn't that, isn't that okay? If you think the Vikings are going to win the game, the Vikings are the better football team, isn't it better to take the Vikings and Listen, say, all right, we don't get to keep doing the show. Let's open a book. We'll start doing that. That's <laughs> no problem. We can, we can book with an opinion. We'll, we'll make millions. I'll be, I'll, I'll be glad to do it. Be awesome. We can go get a license in Ohio like everybody else. <laughs> And we'll, we'll, we'll get a book. We'll have the brigade, you know, help us. It'll be awesome. Um, oh, you can. No one will do it now because, you know, everybody copies and pastes. It's amazing. Everybody put the same lineup. They put Dallas minus one, minus one and a half. Well, because there's one odds maker in the world that everybody copies their power ratings from and copies the line from and puts up Dallas minus one. It would be fun as hell if I was in a room today. I'd say, flip it. Make Minnesota favor. See who fucking bets it. That way I would know who's what the right side is today. I don't know what the right side of that game is. Do you? I mean, it feels like the Vikings. Like, it just feels like the Vikings are the, I mean, I'm not that high on Dallas. I'm not high on Dak. I haven't been high on Dak ever. I don't love Kirk Cousins, but I know I can run the ball. What are you going to do? I've been picking against Minnesota for weeks. And now I'm going to jump on Minnesota. The sharp guys are all going to bet Dallas. The bounce back. They had that game against Green Bay one. They they blew it. And two games in a row on a road. It doesn't matter what you think is going to happen. It has You have to put up the line that you know they're going to bet. They're going to come back with Dallas. A hundred percent they're going to come back with Dallas. So you make them think. Huh. Dallas minus one. Oh, shit. Oh, no. I thought you were guys were going to come with Minnesota favorites. Shit. It's a game. It's a game. They're 100% going to bet Dallas. Wow. 100%. Right now. So you got to give them something to think about. We'll see. We'll see who shows themselves this week. Which way the line moves. It's a fun game. That's going to be a really fun game to watch. There's only two other games in that time slot. Did you see that? No, because I mean, this is the roughest time of the year when four and five teams are on buys. Four We're, teams on a buy, although it's Jacksonville, Miami, Seattle, and Tampa. So, I mean, it's two, like two real teams and two not so. It just cuts hot. the games down dramatically as to when. Yeah. Because why but, Why aren't there four games in the in the afternoon time slot? I never, I just don't get it. Makes no sense, but it does. This is going to be the this is America's game of the week on Fox, right? This Cowboys is America's game of the week on Fox. You got Cowboys I mean, Vikings, Vegas, and Denver in Denver. <laughs> Yippee! Which before the season looked like somebody might yeah. watch, but ain't nobody watching <laughs> that now. Um, Bad game. <laughs> you got Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, which was scheduled oh. to be the Sunday night game, and they flexed it. And they flexed it back to a late start in Pittsburgh, which Ooh. is shit. It is? Well, I mean, it's a 425 start in Pittsburgh with a bad football team or a bad record in November. Cold. Yeah. This is one of them ones where if you got season tickets, you're giving them away. You know, it's the Bengals. You're like, yeah, go and then you got Dallas, Minnesota. So this will this will handle will be huge. It'll be the spotlight focus. It'll be fun. It'll be it's the game of the week. It's 
uh, it's, it's good. It's an entertaining thing, and it's perfect. The line, just bet that it's going to go to overtime. This past Sunday, the two marquee games both went to overtime. Just bet that it's going to go to overtime. Bet the yes. <laughs> uh, quick college football question. USC, yep. UCLA. Yep. There aren't very many good games this weekend in college football. This, is, this is the SEC. This is the punt weekend for the SEC. They play a bunch of cupcake teams. Scores are ridiculous. They play Jackson State type teams up and down the SEC. Yep. But the Pac 12's got their marquee game. UCLA can make it official that the Pac 12 is dead for the playoffs. On the road, USC is favored. Can the Trojans stay alive? Or does Chip Kelly disrupt everything after they lost to Washington last week? They go and beat USC. I mean, the game's in a Rose Bowl, but it's not really on the road. It's 30 minutes away. Okay. You know, so it's, it's this is the Battle of LA. It's a fun game. Um, yeah, UCLA could win for sure. Line's two and a half. Oh, it's up. Wow. I jumped. Okay. USC's minus two and a half. Um, it's one and a half at one place. Vandal was one and a half this morning. Yeah. That's Vandal's trying to find out what that number is. I love it. I love what they're doing. Boys, you're doing a good job in that room. Thanks for watching the show. Hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. Hopefully your feed isn't bouncing today. Um yeah, we'll have we'll have a good uh a good feel for this game as the week gets closer. Still one and a half at Fandle. Yeah. Like so, the, so there's the whole point difference, what you're seeing. Yeah, one and a half, two and a half is negligible. They're trying to see where we can get some some uh, USC money. You know, you know, you can go to three and grab all the UCLA you want. So, how about the total in that game, P-Roll? 75 and a half. 74 and a half at Fandle. Yeah. Another this point is, off. Yeah. That's good. They're actually trying to be a bookmaker. That's they're trying to just, you know, vary off the market and see what kind of bets you get. I like I like what they're doing. Hmm. So this story popped yesterday. We'll just touch on it quickly because it involves Yasiel Puig, the former Major League Baseball player who pled guilty to lying to officials yesterday for being involved in a sports betting ring syndicate, whatever you want to talk about it. He's playing professionally in Japan. It, it sounds like by all the news reports that this is not that big of a deal in terms of his own. He is, um, he pled guilty one count of making false statements, a crime that carries a maximum sentence of five years in federal prison. He's not getting five years. He also agreed to pay a fine of at least $55,000 for a guy like Yesel Puig. You should have that much money and not have it to be that big of a deal. Is this a story to you or is this just a guy who just got involved with the wrong people? Oh, I read the story and I was like, man, I just want to talk to somebody that tells the truth. Like, I just want to know the truth. Guy made 899 bets on soccer, tennis, this, that, whatever. I know exactly what this is. Some sharp guy, hustler, got involved or got get somebody in his circle and said, hey, I'll make bets for you, Sue. Have him open his account. I'll put the bets in. I know all the right sides. I'll win the money. Promise. It's a good deal. I only won 20%. It's a free roll. 
That's what they call it in the business on the street. <laughs> so it's great because it's all connected to Puig. It's just, it's just the guy that made it. You see how Puig had time to make 899 bets and he's betting on soccer and tennis and all this other stuff. <laughs> Seriously. Really? Wow. That's great. Yes, you. That's it. You work out, you do all that stuff, and you put all those bets in. Man, that's awesome. That's it. My man, don't sleep. It's a grinder. That's a grinder. Yeah. So now it comes out, you know, he gets busted. And I mean, what's he going to say? He's got to say whatever he has to say to make it go away. Because the guy who hooked him up with this other guy, probably not going to hear from him no more. Mm. Probably out of his life, I would guess. Or hopefully it's not like his brother, who he's got to talk to the rest of his life. Either way, it's a non-story. In my opinion, it's no gambling ring. They love to put up these gambling rings, XMLB player. They love to bury the guys that they're playing the games that everyone else is betting on. It's if they knew, again, nobody knows. I don't want to bury anybody, but if they knew, they would uh, they would be careful about trying to bury everybody for the betting. What when you saw this? What did you think, Calvin Ridley? No, I thought uh, a guy got put under oath and didn't know what to say and got caught for lying. I, I mean, this isn't a gambling story as much as it's a lying story to me. Right. Like when you're put in front of authorities, you got to tell the truth. You can't lie. <laughs> so right. like why what he's lying about is significant. But I think it's more of a ex-athlete lying to authorities than it is an ex-athlete being involved with betting. Right. Unless there's more evidence that comes out later that things were going on. It doesn't sound like he was doing a Pete Rose type of situation. No, I mean, and believe me, ask Pete to this day if he was winning what he was betting. Ask him. Ask him how he did, how, knowing on the inside how he was doing. He's not betting on stuff that he knows. And it's sometimes the best customers are the guys that are betting on stuff they quote unquote know. Fair. So if you see, Puig wasn't even playing. Wasn't betting on it. They said he was betting on this other stuff. Right. So uh, the American Gaming Association came out with some numbers today as we head towards the World Cup. I know the brigade's been asking us, how are we going to cover the World Cup? We're going to have people come on, give us thoughts and takes, and we're lining mm-hmm. stuff up to, to, to make it happen. 20.5 million American adults, 8%, plan to bet a total of 1.8 billion on the world cup. I love these numbers. They just completely fabricate them out of, they just pull them up. What round this up, extrapolate this. Let's put this number. Boom. All these people are going to bet it. Go ahead. Do you believe it? Um, no, I don't. I actually, I do. I do. A lot of people bet this. The numbers will probably dictate that it is big, but it's big. It's a zillion times bigger outside of this country. But a lot of people from outside of this country now live inside of this country. But I'm talking volume-wise, the amount of money that they do on this stuff 
outside of this country, that's what those numbers are, like the numbers they're giving you here. I don't know. 8%. Well, the reason why I believe it is because this in the it, this got to my attention today with David Payne Pernum's tweet and, and the emails that were sent out by the American Gaming Association. My class, I have 11 kids in my class. Mm-hmm. Three of them told me that their families are already talking about what they're betting on for the World Cup. Mm-hmm. One is from El Salvador. One has family in Mexico. And the other is from the States who live in from California. Give them the promo code for just a picture. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm just curious. I, I I was surprised when I, we started talking about just things and like they're doing their final project. And one of them was talking about doing something on the world cup. And I was like, sure, you can do a, a podcast on the world cup. And, and then that started the conversation of like, Oh, my family, man, they're already talking about what games are going to bet. And I was like, really? And she was like, yeah, she's like, I don't know anything about it, but like, I just know my entire family. That's all we're watching for the entire month of December. Right. I was like, huh? I'm like, where are you? Where? I was like, where are you? Where are you from? And she said, we're from Guatemala, but Guatemala stinks. We never get in. And I was like, who's your rival? It's like El Salvador. I'm like, are they in? She's like, no. I'm like, who are you cheering for? Like anyone but Mexico. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> it's 100% what happens. They come in and bet them like that. Okay. They bet against the team that they want to lose. <laughs> they become fans of, you know, a team just for that hour and a half. It's perfect for betting. It's the games are 45 minutes each half. They're Give quick in the middle. Right. It's just, it's so, they start on time. The clock never stops until the end when they make up the injury time. The problem with the betting is there's too much betting. So now is it 90 minute result? Is it advanced? Is it all this other stuff? It gets very confusing in soccer betting, but for the most part, it's gigantic. Now, will it be gigantic in the fall? Because it's, this is something totally different, especially out West. The times are all messed up when the game starts two in the morning, five in the morning, eight in the morning, 11 in the morning, at least initially the first, you know, the first, few stages or mm -hmm. whatever. Um, two, the fall versus the summer. In the summer, when the first year we did it at CG, they gave us, they picked a, said, pick a country, you get two jerseys. You wear the jerseys all month long. A lot of World Cups going on. So for a month, I got to wear jerseys. I asked if I could wear a hat too. They said no. Um, what jersey did you pick? Costa Rica. I still got the jersey, gorgeous, baby blue, oh. and I got two jerseys: the baby blue one and the white one. Isn't Colombia baby blue? Uh Colombia. I think it's that... more royal. I think it's okay. more royal. I don't know. I just I look Argentina. Oh, Argentina. I think it was baby, baby blue. Yeah, Argentina's got the stripe. The, yeah, because Maradona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think of the Maradona. Diego. Yeah, Diego, Diego Maradona. Maradona. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, it's baby. It's Argentina, right? Yeah, like they all took all the popular ones. I wanted to get Italy. They wouldn't let me. Oh. Somebody took it. <laughs> and then they're like, Dave, you should get, um, I forget what they said. I said, no, I want Costa Rica. Like, why do you want Costa Rica? I said, I like the color of the jersey. But meanwhile, I was thinking it's a place I never went. That was the, that's, oh, that's wow. the one place I was like, you know, I'd love to to wear it. But yeah, it's it's big handle. Like if you weren't doing a betting show, would you bet on it? 
Um, you never make an international soccer bet ever. I would, yeah. Up, yeah. And you'll bet on it. That's what I'm saying. I would bet like Team USA, like both teams to score or something. Like I would do... I would do something like I may throw, I'd probably throw, I could throw like, you know, to advance. Yeah. Team USA to win, team USA to win their, their group, you know, like plus two fifty or something, whatever the bet is that they're always dogs. They may throw 20 bucks on that just to have something to root for. So yeah, I mean, I probably would bet it just for the fun of it, but I wouldn't get too heavily involved in it. Um, Real quick before we go to the, the NBA basketball tonight, there's three games I I, want to talk about. Um, I did not put this in the rundown. This is me. I, I, I blanked on this. Are you watching college basketball tonight? Um, at yes. all? Why? Are you interested in Kentucky, Michigan State? I am. I think it's uh, – I mean, the NBA slate is uh, tonight. Right. So I'm definitely – I want to see this, Michigan and State, Kentucky, and then what's Duke the Can- other game? Duke, Kansas. Yeah, these are these are blue bloods. These are I want to watch both of these games. Yeah, lines one and a half for Duke in the late game against Kansas, and the line is six and a half for Kentucky in the early game against Michigan State. Yeah, every team's ranked but Michigan State in this. I'm excited for it. Um, I can't bet it. It's too early for me. Oh, I can't, I can't make a side up when you talk about these higher, upper tier teams facing off. Mm-hmm. I I like it's a stop sign for me because like, I got to watch and see what these teams will look like. Cause we don't know what these teams are yet. No. And so like to get involved in betting on it to me, it's like, I need more information. I need more data. Like I know what Creighton is. I know what do what, what Drake is. Like I've seen these teams for years, the turnover for Kentucky in Kansas and Duke is so aggressive every year. These oh kids, yeah. These kids are not staying they're not developing. They're staying for a year and leaving. And every year the team is different. How does it gel? You know, who's going to have what role for when? Like I, I got a why I, I didn't place any, I looked at both these games up and down last night and I was like, I just can't form an opinion on right. either one. I, I got to watch these games first before I bet on them. Correct. Yeah. I mean, it's not, I mean, it's a cop out, but it's, you know, it's, I just it's can't. Not. It's, 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 it's not, this is normal. I mean, this is, this is a good thing. I don't understand, you know, because everybody wants action tonight. It's a Wednesday night. There's no, yeah, people, people will bet it. It's Tuesday. Yeah. They'll the be way. It's not Wednesday. Tuesday, it's Tuesday. Whatever it is. Yeah. It's Tuesday. People, people are going to bet it. I mean, it's going to be the biggest bet games of the week. It's These two games are the biggest handle. Of my, well, these two are the biggest handle. You tell me these two, these two games look like the biggest handle games of the night. Fair. Oh, yeah. The NBA games will do more handle. Okay. Yeah, the NBA games will do more handle. TNT games tonight, right? Tuesday should be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Memphis, New Orleans. Well, that's going to be a monster. Let's go to that. Memphis minus three against New Orleans. Total is 229. Yeah. It's an absolute monster. Who wins this game? This is, I, I, I looked at this last night. I couldn't come up with an opinion. I don't know. First blush is Memphis, but yeah. I was like, um, I don't know. <laughs> what should the line be? The line should probably be three, right? It's up to Home three and a half in certain places. It's moving up. Yeah. Home team three. It's fair. I mean, catching three. No, home team minus three. Nope. Pelicans got to be favored. 
They weren't this morning. Yeah, Pelican's favorite. What are you talking about? Oh, sorry. Flip that around. My bad. Yeah. I read that wrong. Pelicans are now three and a half point favorites. They've always been. It went three to two to one right. to pick. And then it went back up. <laughs> wow, the boys did a good job booking this one. Took the three all the way down and then let them bet it back up. That's fun. One, you see two, the line. She clicked the line history of a couple places. Like on my odd screen, I can click the line history. Right. You see minus three, minus two, minus one and a half, minus one pick. Minus one, minus one and a half, minus two, <laughs> minus three. It's you, I know what that means. That means action. Just betting, 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 betting. Moving a number. It's great. It's fun. You like a side? I don't, no. I don't like a side. Over? Over. Pelicans, this is what I looked at. Pelicans have gone now one, two, three, four, four and two to the under over their last six games. Full roster playing? Yeah, but they, I mean, it's just, it's weird. Like they're not scoring as much over the last three games as they have in the past. 119, 95, and 111, or sorry, 115 over the last three games. And for a 229 and a team from uh, in Memphis who also has been an under team, they've gone under in four of the last five games. It's like, I feel like everyone's going to scream over, over, and you have two under teams playing and the game goes under. I got lucky last night on that game for the Warriors, man. See the final score of that game? I did not. Warriors scored 135 points and the game went under. Wow. <laughs> really? Yeah. 132 points, I think it was. Yeah, the Warriors scored over 130 points and the game stayed under. I mean, did San Antonio just quit? They scored 90-something points? 95 points. Wow. Tremendous. <laughs> I was like... Whoa, that was close. At the end of that game, I was like, come on, man. There's just no way this is going to go over. And they just, the scrubs for the Warriors just kept on jacking threes and scoring. <laughs> Gordon Mathers is over in Scotland. He said, oh. we're parochial and people over there watched the World Cup and all this other stuff. Gordon, thank you again for watching the show. We know it's probably, it's it's evening for you there. So appreciate that. Tell Where is he? About the show. He's in Scotland. It's 7.38 p.m. there. 7.38 p.m. Watching us. It's not even noon here yet in Vegas. The Titans are plus three and a half. He's all excited about the Titans. He said he got mad at me. I went on wager talk and said, how's the Packers are probably going to win the game. He's, he's on the Titans plus three and a half. There's one book at three and a half. There's more books at three and a half on the basketball game you're looking at right now, Memphis and New Orleans. I like I I, I like. Memphis, I mean, at minus three, though, like the graphic, we flipped it. Right. It's New Orleans minus three or three and a half before you guys come at us in the chat or on the replay. Yes, sorry. Flip it. Clippers at Dallas minus seven. Clippers. Clippers. This is your stop sign number. Clippers. How in the world is this line is, P-Roll? Because of the back-to-back. Back-to-back. For LA Clippers. Back-to-back. So you laying? You want to lay to seven? Well, no part of this game. Come on, bro. I always say baseball, bro, but this is bull caca. I have one bet on a basketball game tonight. That's it. And this is NBA? not one. Of, yep. Oh. Not involving a game we've talked about yet. Okay. 
I hope you took Utah minus the points. Nope. Knicks. Nope. Sacktown. Other side. Sacktown. Other side. Taking the Nets. Whew. All right. We'll get to that in a second. Good luck with that. They're playing hard, Vajok. They're playing good, too. Yep. And they lost in the last game. Bounce back spot. And that's lost their last game? Mm-hmm. To who? They moved to the Lakers in the last game? Yeah. Lakers are back, baby. <laughs> yeah, lost 116-103 to the Lakers. Damn right they did. <laughs> Lakers are back. Everybody keeps telling me. <laughs> Lakers are back. I know they're back. Look out. <laughs> Backs against the wall? <laughs> like, what do you mean back? Back, back. All right, sure. Whatever. Please. Whatever you say. I don't want any part of this game. No. Uh, this is just a flex because everyone should know this because the show is called The Bostonian versus the Book. Did you know that the Boston Celtics and the Boston Bruins have combined for a 15 and one straight up record at home? Is that real? <laughs> That's real. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Bruins and the Celtics through 16 games combined have lost one game at home. Genius calling this show Boston versus the book because <laughs> everything Boston now people are tweeting at us. You got this guy watching this Ken who who tweeted Mr. Ken Fang, formerly of Fang Bites, maybe still does Fang Bites, but appreciate yeah. awful announcing was tweeting at the show last night. We appreciate you watching, sir. Yeah, he thought it was Simmons. It ain't Simmons, Bill. <laughs> Bill, we're trying to get in touch with you, Bill. Yeah. Give us a call, Bill. I'm we're right here. We'll come out to LA and see you. Oh, yeah. It ain't no problem. I'm into that. This Boston thing, Bostonian versus the book. 15 and one. Who beat him? I think the Celtics are the team that lost because the Bruins are nine and zero at home. So the the Celtics are the ones that got the defeat. Boston lost to um they lost to Cleveland at home, 132-123. It's a hell of a game, too. Yeah, that's the that's the only game either team has lost. Boston's nine and zero at home. <laughs> the Bruins are just ridiculously good right now. Insane. Best good on the puck line. They're thirteen and three in the puck line. That is ridiculous. Thirteen and three. Not just that's winning. Nice winning every plus. Right. That's a nice plus money, man. Oh, shit. Thirteen and three. God, hi, Mister Jim Montgomery. What's going on with you? So I threw you just so I threw you a bone there. So that's my bone. Here's your bone. Uh, Toronto at Pittsburgh's a pick tonight. Hockey. Oh, the blue. I've never seen that jersey. Snap off. Blue. Snap off. Snap off. Coat. Jackets a snap off. So we got we got the not, Penguins. Not, this not is swooshing. the original. Yeah. Uh, that's the original Penguins jersey. 1967, they came into the league. They wore these. Why did they change? <laughs> well, I like that color more than black and gold. Everyone's black and gold. This is the original colors. This is my first hockey jersey when I was four years old and I started playing hockey when I'm a little kid. I got this one, diagonal Pittsburgh, this way, and um, uh, the Penguin logo. Everything was three-color blues. That's why I think I'm, oh. I'm partial to the baby blue. It was my first jersey of all time, and I loved it. They switched because they stunk for so long. Patriots did that too. Yep. And the Penguins, or I mean the Pirates and Steelers, both won a championship in 1979. 
Pittsburgh was called the city of champions. So the public pressure was like, Penguins need to get on board with the championship teams in town and turn the colors black and gold. So the whole city's black and gold. Uh, I kind of like that, actually. I didn't, I didn't think about that. You succumb all, to it. I just forgot then, about the, the Pirates. I just I forget the Pirates all the time, that the, the Pirates are black and gold, too. You forget the Pirates all the time? It's not hard that, to do. That was a bullshit <laughs> flex right there that it's you not, just did. It's not hard to do to forget That's the Pirates. Fine. That's okay. No, no, no. That's I think, okay. I think, I think Major League Baseball forgets the Pirates quite Not often. true. <laughs> not true either. That's okay. That's all right. Pirates might be better than your Red Sox next year. Just saying. That could be true. That actually might actually, there's might be some validity to that. Might be. We'll see some season win totals until they get Jake who comes back until as they get to Grom. Although God damn it. I heard that he might go there. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I heard Texas though. Texas yeah. is the front runner for DeGrom. Fair. Anthony Rizzo's going to Houston. Did yep. you hear this? Yep. What the hell? Baseball's going to be phenomenal. Again. Oh my yep. God. But yes. Um, who wins? Toronto wins. Oh, wow. Don't they? No? I I don't really have an opinion on this. I The Maple Leafs are sort of an enigma to me, so I would lean Pittsburgh at home, but no bet. Uh, Toronto laying 130 on, against Dallas tonight. The total is six. It's a fun game. Lightning in the stars. Lightning in the stars minus 130. It's a hard game. I ain't got no opinion on that one yet. I don't know. That's a hard game. I lean over. Did you see the Vegas number today? Hold on. It's better to book it. Yeah. Got plays. We got football, basketball. We got some we, we got some uh, hockey. All over the place today. We got better to book it. All still to come. So uh, these okay. are just games we're going to go over before we get to better to book it. All right. The other Maction, I have a play in one of the games, but the other Maction bet. They're doing this again, this Tuesday thing, Maction. Tuesday, Wednesday. Yep, back tonight. Toledo's laying 16 and a half against Bowling Green tonight. Good luck. You like that? No. <laughs> oh. Toledo and Ohio are the two teams on a collision course to Mac, to meet in the Mac championship game. They both play tonight. Both Toledo and who? Toledo and Ohio. Hi. Bobcats. Bruce. Play, play at four. Toledo plays at four thirty. I think our time. Toledo. Wow, that's going up. up What's the number up, now? Wow, seventeen. Okay, that's the side. Uh, right. Ohio. It's going down. Three and a half or four. I laid a bad number. With Ohio. Hmm. I don't know. You like Ball State? Let's call Rex. I don't have a clue. I'm not even watching one. I might not even watch the highlights of these games. <laughs> Ohio's quarterback is legit. I like him a lot. We'll get to that in a second. But right. so would you take Toledo? Would you lay it with Toledo? I don't know. Okay. What, what, I have no idea. <laughs> I have zero opinion. I don't even know what. Where's the game? At. Uh, Toledo. Toledo. I wouldn't take Bowling Green based on what I just clicked on some of these lines. I would not take the dog. Bowling Green's not good. They can't score. Uh, Omaha Steaks searing hot take of the day. Guys, today is the 15th. We have today, tomorrow, the next day for the 50% off friends and family sale going on right now. And then they flip to holiday pricing and things change. So if you want to take advantage of the 50% off site-wide right now until the 18th, you got to do it right now with that promo code BVB at checkout. It gets you guys one half off, but two 30 bucks off. Additionally, 
on your order, minimum order may apply, but you got, I've always been doing the math. You spend 300 bucks, it's down to 150. We give you 30 bucks off. It's 120 bucks for $300 worth of food. Chef Benning is sending it to Christmas. Oh, I, I don't know if I can say that. He said no one's on Twitter, but I don't know if anyone in his family is watching, so I apologize. Oh, uh, one, but yeah, one's to say that. So I'll stop that. But we know somebody who's doing something very nice for people in their lives by doing this and sending it a gift. So yes. you should be, it's an idea, it's an option to do that. It helps us. Your family will love it. OmahaSteaks.com, BVB at checkout. This was from yesterday, carried over. We didn't get to do it yesterday, carried over. In Ohio, there is a youth sports complex. This is ridiculous. Which has decided. Spire Institute, the Northeast Ohio Youth Sports Complex and School, has applied for a retail and online sports betting license that will be considered tomorrow at the Ohio Casino Control Commission meeting. We okay with this? <laughs> Putting this shit everywhere. I mean, literally everywhere. Putting it everywhere. It's going to be in bathrooms in, in Ohio. They're going to have kiosks in bathrooms. Take a piss, wash your hands, put it in a parlor. <laughs> but I'm not going to put them everywhere. What's the third P? Piss and parlay. I need a third P to make that work. Picks. <laughs> Passing and parlaying? Like what's the... I don't know. But I mean, in a, in a youth sports complex. So while you go watch the kids, I mean, is, and is it like I haven't seen. I know I've seen the softball complexes in California. I got a guy that wants to build one here that's going to be a game changer. If we could actually get this done, this might be our retirement package. This would be amazing what he's thinking about doing. But put kiosks in so you go watch the games, whether they're softball, baseball, volleyball, basketball, set up some kiosks by the entrances and by the exits or whatever for the parents to put in their action. I mean – they ain't going to let the kids do it, are they? No. Kids kids can't do it. You got to have age verification and all that other stuff. I Seems absurd, but I mean, you know, betting on your phone seems absurd too when you start to really think about it. Anybody can do it. I mean, who's supposed to say no in this? The OCCC. Ohio Casino Control Commission. How you get on that? <laughs> I don't know. It's a good question. How you get on that commission? <laughs> know the right person? Yeah. So what are they what are they doing? They, Having a they, meeting tomorrow and according to most people's opinion, it's a formality that they will decline this. Oh. But but they this give is, it to the liquor store, they give it to the cigarette shop, they give it to the newsstand, they can't give it to the youth sports complex, though. You want so them to have it? discriminating against them. You want them to have it? I'm just, I don't know where you put the line. Who gets it and who don't? How do you get on the commission? That's the first question I need to know. <laughs> who are you people? And why are you telling us where and where we cannot put the kiosks? That's my first, because then I, once we have that discussion, I can understand where they're coming from. Because if the people at the youth sports complex drop off a big enough envelope, they're goddamn well 100% going to have kiosk at the youth sports complex. That's, they ain't, 
what are they going to say? We can't have the gambling around the kids. No one on a commission is going to say that. Well, here's my question. If you're at a youth sports league, a complex, the school factor, I don't know anything about this place. So the Spire Institute, I don't know anything about it, but hypothetical. It's a, it's a, you know, school with a monster athletic complex in the back that people use in town to play all sorts of sports. There's one five minutes from your house. Can you put a bar there? There is a bar there. Well, in Nevada. They're talking, in the California, Arizona. About, okay. So my question would be, if you're okaying alcohol sales, right? Why, why wouldn't you okay a kiosk? Great question, counselor. What's the answer? The answer is you already opened the door. Well, a, a, a very good point. Counselor, continue. <laughs> well, no, I would say that you wouldn't be able to do, it's either no on every vice oh. or, or yes on every vice. Oh. So that's how I would, re, that's how I would need to see what this is, what it looks like. So like if a, if a dad wants to go and get a beer and drink a beer while his kid plays soccer. Yeah, but- Okay. The dad should be able to then be able to walk down and place a bet. <laughs> he can light up a heater. Who knows if it's outside, he'll probably hit the pen or whatever those people do. Take right. an edible, <laughs> play in game for the game that he's missing because he's watching a thing. You could do it all. Why can't you? I would agree. Let it, I've, no, I've said let adults do adult things. If you're going to allow, that's my question. Are there, is there a bar at this school? The answer is no. Okay, then fine. But if there is, I think then you would need to say yes to this request. The bars at these places do unbelievable business. Yeah, you've been a you, you've been at youth soccer and youth sporting events. <laughs> some, some people have to. Drink I was to get coaching. It. I didn't know what was going on with all the parents in the solo cups. Yeah, you got a booze to get through it. <laughs> when I go now. I can't believe it. Now I know why the parents were assholes most of the time. Oh, yeah. They get loose. I, I was like, what are you, what's wrong with you people? Half of them were drunk. The other half were high. Some yeah. were both. Yep. It was rough, man. So, yeah, this is, this is, I mean, people buy the meat. Please, we're <laughs> continuing to just buy the meat. We really appreciate it. I can't wait to see what they do with this. I think they got to say yes, because now they open up a whole nother door, just like you made such a perfect argument. Wait a sec. You can serve beer there. If they do. Cigarettes. If they do. And I'm saying they may not. Oh, so, nothing. so now we're going to keep it lily white and the guy can just get on his phone and blow his whole fucking life savings on an app. Yes. That's fine. Because you can right. go anywhere. That's fine. That's you can't stop that. A guy can be watching porn on his phone. I mean, you don't know what the hell the guy's doing. <gasps> you mean, you don't know what people are doing on their phones. So like, I don't really want to know either. I right. Don't. So that's the whole point. So like, you just leave it alone. So like, that's why you can't say, well, you can bet on your phone from the game. Well, no, a physical kiosk is advertisement. Bars put up neon lights. There's going to be something that will say, you know, whatever bet here type of thing. So, right. <laughs> All right. Better to book a time for us here on a Tuesday. Those of you still watching, hat change still goes over. A lot of BBB collections. If you guys want, reach out to me uh, regarding the hats. I owe Gorov this one here. Okay. Gorov hit his parlay over the weekend. I told him uh, months ago when we did the live show in September that he would get this. This is the Dodger slash, I don't know what Royal 
collar lid, but working on some beanies. We're going to figure that out too. White, royal blue, and red. A lot of teams wear this. I mean, it matched the Clipper outfit perfect. It does. Yeah. Clippers are the first thing that popped in my brain. Baseball-wise. Dodgers. It's the Dodger blue. Red? Yeah. You know those throwbacks? They got the red number, like the red. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's perfect with it. Interesting. Nets plus one and a half. Number moved against me. It's now two. I like money line two. I think the Met, the the Nets beat the Kings tonight. Bounce yeah, back spot. Is, I'm, I'm taking. I got Kings. Sacramento. They're playing hard. It's true. Yeah, they've, it's, they've won four. I think they've covered five games in a row. Sacramento. I think four I'm, out of five. Four out of five. Something like that. Uh, let me tell you officially. Yeah, they've yeah. been good. Sacramento has covered one, two, three, four, five out of six. Four there. in a row. Five out of six. Okay. Only game they didn't cover was they're laying four and a half against Orlando and they won by three. Okay. Brooklyn, on the other hand, coming off of a loss, but they had covered their previous two games. They covered before that one, two, three, four, five in a row. They've won, they've covered five out of six. Are they back? The Nets? Yes. Jock Vaughn is stabilized exactly. it. It's just yeah. he's not doing much. It's just like the it's yeah, it's calm. just it's calm. Yeah, well, it's KD's team. Yeah, go play. Like, calm down, go play. Like, everyone, just like take a breath, go play basketball now. I'm telling you, you can see it. They're playing better because it's KD's team. Yeah, everybody's on board. He's doing what he has to do, distributing when he has to. Kyrie's gonna come and fuck it all up. Yeah, I'm telling probably, you, he's gonna come so. and fuck it all up. I would agree. Vegas puck line tonight at home against San Jose. Did you see the note? We got about 10 more minutes. Here. Yep, we're good. We got a favorite thing about today and everything else. So we're all right. fine. Um, what's again? What's the play here? Vegas Golden Knights puck line. Mm-hmm. Bet it. Minus 105. Bet it. San Jose, bad, bad. Terrible. Vegas and, is, but it's weird. Vegas is 10 and 6 on the puck line, but the the Sharks aren't bad on the puck line. They're I 10, know. They're 10 uh, and 7, I think. This is one of those teams. Cam calls them SJ Sharky. On the uh, on the show every night, it's pretty funny. Um, they are competitive. They don't win, but they play. They fight. They they're playing games close. They're getting a lot of unfortunate breaks, and right. when push comes to shove, their goaltending is not going to keep them in games. And a, the line's a little high. Money line. This is yep. high. Yep. It's. We're starting to see a little bit of Vegas. Um, dare I say, I don't want to say, Vegas tax, Vegas influence. I mean, Vegas both whatever. them and the Bruins are just, it's like they're killing the books. You have to make them pay because they win three out of every four games right now. They're playing minimum. Yeah. Sharks are 10 and seven against the number. Vegas is 10 and six against the number. Um, but straight up, I mean, the Bruins have 14 wins and Vegas has 13 wins. Yeah. 14 and two, 13 and three guys, the Santiago's in the chat. He wants one of those hats. Just oh, reach okay. out to me on Twitter. Uh, if you don't have Twitter, get Twitter. That's Five the best way to, that's Gosh. the, that's the best way to reach me. And then we'll figure out how to get you. Yeah, Open your that. DMS. How about that? They can, then they can come, they can contact you. Just, Tweet at me, and then I <laughs> I open my DMs when I'm contacted. I oh, you realize I can't have my DMs open. You cause angst. 
I don't want my DMs open. People slide into my DMs. I don't want no more title shots. You're you're still looking to fight in a ring. That's not why DMs are open in 2022, my friend. You have no idea what comes in my DMs. I cannot. Okay, I cannot if, have them. There's a price tag. Me. If someone's coming in your DMs, there's a price tag attached to her tweet. <laughs> this is not. No one's coming in. I got 20. enough problems. <laughs> I don't need no more. I don't need no more on a payroll. I don't need no. Please. Uh, Try to tell people I'm retired. I got these ones. My favorite tweets in Vegas. My favorite tweets in Vegas are from guys that we know who come to town and then get like really angry because they spend all this time with a woman. And at the end, she says, so that's going to be how much now? (laughs) And they're like, wait, what? (laughs) The hustle. I love it. I I just die laughing. It's like, dude, you aren't that funny. (laughs) <laughs> like at some point in your brain, you got to click like, well, she's laughing at every one of my jokes. Like, hmm, like this is interesting. She's really into this. There's a reason, my friend. <laughs> it's just so bad. Like we'd be at the book and you see him working a bar. Right. These people. And yep. this guy's coming up and he's friendly. He's, you know, he's, he's, he's in, in town. Vegas. From, he, yeah, yeah. Well, he's in town from Connecticut, most right. likely. He's or right. he's, you know, Wearing he's his polo shirt. Up. His, oh, yeah. he's all prepping up and he's sitting there and his girl's Boat paying shoes. attention to him. Yeah. And I give him a couple drink tickets and he's like, Hey, I got a couple drink tickets. That's my guy over there in the book. And I'm looking and I'm like, I know she's working, but I can't tell him that. Like I see her every Tuesday and Wednesday guys. So oh, this man. is her spot. This is her. Yeah. She comes here Tuesdays and Wednesdays. She this goes over to the oh, nugget on Fridays. Like this is nothing this is so bad. <laughs> and I just want to tell him, listen, don't do it, man. Don't do it. That's why my DMS aren't open. I can't have them coming at me all the time. I leave me alone. Please. You ever come to Vegas and you're either single or married and the woman is highly attractive talking to you more than any other woman ever has before. Red flag. <laughs> be aware of what's going on. You should be she a may siren. really like you, but she may be looking to rob you that too. That too, 100%. That's the other thing, man. I've seen that happen a lot in Vegas now. That's on the rise in a big, big way that, yeah, they, they're not trying to charge you. They're trying to rob you. <laughs> They bad, try, bad. They're, they're, yeah, they ain't trying to, to to give you a title shot. They're trying to take your watch, your chips. Or more, yeah. Your clothes, whatever Computer, else they, wallet, credit cards. You yeah. know the hustle at the, at the Cosmo? What? I've seen it, but what? Which one? They STX. Bal- the bar at balconies. STX. They got, the, they got the balconies at Cosmo. Right? I'll never forget this. It's... This would be in the book, and I'm writing a book. But they would take the guy upstairs, start right disrobing, yep. uh-huh. all this other stuff. Say, why don't we go out on the balcony and look out over the city or whatever? Okay. And so, you know, the guy's close to ready to go. Right. Not completely naked, obviously, but he's comfortable. Close enough. Okay. She says, all right, let's go out in the balcony. He goes out in the balcony. She goes, hold on. I got to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. Oh, she locks him. Closes the door. Hits the lock button. Guy standing on the balcony. She's waving at him, taking all his stuff out the door. Wow. Happened to people I know. That is brutal. Yeah. And then how you even get. Help. By the time you get help. Oh, she's gone. She's out the door and see you. Never see her again. But 
You've got to call to people. Well, you got to call up or down, security. right? Yeah, First up or down. Off, you got to. Yeah, you have to while you're naked. While you're naked, so, you're screaming hey, up to people. Ain't <laughs> no one me. answering you. What's that crazy guy doing in his boxers up there? He's yelling to open the door. He's locked himself out. What the hell is that? Shut the door. Nobody talks to that guy. Wait a second. So some somebody mercifully, you know, and it might be late at night too. Oh, oh no, oh, oh. Rob Blind, everything they had, watch all of it, all of it gone. And then what do you do? And you go tell security. <laughs> Listen, I was with this woman. She got me. Like it's embarrassing. Some people don't even report it. Right? They just yeah, want of course. Open. Yeah. Just keep it quiet. Right. <sighs> That's something. The hustle. The hustle is real. The shit is real. That's a great lesson too. Be careful when you come to Vegas. Finally, Ohio minus four on the road against Ball State. I am in love with the quarterback for Ohio, and the offense is humming for the Bobcats. I'll bet this with you on your word alone. I like this kid a lot. Ball State can't score. Ball State's bad. The over has been good this year for Ohio, but I think this is big. Ohio can uh, keep them there on, as I said, them and Toledo. Both are playing tonight. Chance to you know get another game. Five and one, Ohio in their division chance to go six and one one more i think they could clinch tonight if they win their chance for the mac championship game man oh man go bobcats offense all right yeah i that's what i said i said i bet it with you on your word alone i don't have a clue i'm not watching one second of one play of this game by the way, I like the sports goods getting a chance to watch better to book it. This is what happens at the end of the show every day when you sign off. It's going to happen every day. We're going to cut the show down so they see this every day. Okay. I'm down with it. Let's do that. Uh, favorite thing about today is what? Um, you have to be determined. I think it's lunch. I'm going to go pick up a guy and we're going to go maybe have lunch. Um, we're going to talk contracts. We're going to talk all this other stuff. Who knows? But Favorite thing about today is that uh, it's Tuesday and I'm going to go have lunch with a, a dear friend who's in from out of town. So what's going on here? What? Um, no, I'm just my favorite thing. I'm, this I've been talking with a friend of mine in New England who she's trying to buy tickets for her daughter for today. Because my favorite thing about today was going to be that I got tickets for my kid for Taylor Swift. Now, instead, I have to go in two and a half hours. I have to go and sit on a computer for I don't know how many how much time to do this to try to figure this out i mean i hope you get them but like at the same time you know we're gonna get them right yes I mean, but we're gonna I, get them from a cost perspective and i get to pick where i'm seated sitting Got a lot else. of people that one enjoy the show two that know us both and three that might help us out and if we get them for face right just a little extra be paying for them tomorrow Today, 100%. I'll meet yeah. you this afternoon. If you can oh, yeah. get his face tickets. Two seconds. I'll, I'll say whatever you want. Because people are, because one of the things, it's it's like, I guess, a couple of people were getting frustrated on the East Coast that bought it just from the pricing perspective. Like it's four to $49 to $4.99 face. But if you want this VIP section crap, whatever that they've got, it can go as high as $8.99. I don't need the merchandise. I don't need the nonsense. I just want the tickets. Like that's it. So like, right. I'm not, like, I, I, I don't want don't need like i'll pay a lot i don't i i don't mind getting paying premium tickets for a premium event but i don't want the got the the, the gutsy stuff i don't need all the nonsense that's that's going to be delivered the taylor right. swift t-shirts and headbands and i don't i don't care and my kid doesn't either she's eight she doesn't know these things so 
if I get them, great. If we don't, it's just a little more difficult. But that is, it was fun. It was a reminder today, at least, it's rem- that we are not as technologically advanced as we think. We're still right <laughs> where we are. We're not as far along as we would hope to be. We still have some glitches and some issues and some problems when it comes to doing things online when everyone gets online at once, which happened today. We experienced causing- in the beginning of the show, guys. Yeah. Thanks for, for hanging with us. We have a usually a much bigger crowd watching the show live, but those of you that hung and stayed and jump back in, thank you. Hit the like button and hit the subscribe button. But oh, yes. I know I want to say before, before we go, because we got to fill yeah. for two more minutes. What? Um, I'm going on Pharrell today. Nice. At... 4 30 eastern time <laughs> right i always want to like return the favor but i know i can't <laughs> just go on and just start ranting just like doing like five hat changes and swearing like every second hey listen these are auditions every time you go on it's an audition yeah, of course well, every time you're i tell the kids that every time when i'm teaching them at unlv every single piece of content you ever create is an audition you don't know who's watching. You don't know when or how or where. You don't know what it's going to lead to and what you're doing. Yes, of course. It's every single thing you go on is an yeah. audition to be fun and do things are different and whatnot. So, yeah. So, it's it's always fun. And I love doing shows where they don't ask me for what games do I want to talk about. It's the best. Like, I just, I love it. Just let, let's just go. Like, I don't need a script. So, no. So, which games do you like tonight? No, let's just talk. Like, you just, what, what do you want? To know? Like, let's talk. Let's just have some fun. So, hopefully we pull that off. For you tell guys who stuck with him to come on tomorrow too, when you talk to him, book it for tomorrow. <laughs> Are we making Matt's life hard enough right now? You want to subject him to Pharrell? <laughs> I want to subject him every Wednesday. <laughs> every Wednesday, Pharrell Wednesdays. Pharrell Wednesdays. That's what I proposed to him. Yeah. Oh, tell him I'm waiting it. for his answer. All right. I'll ask yeah. him for sure. Okay, I'll put him on the spot. I'll say, wait, wait, let's let's do it. So uh, we will do that coming up later on today on Sports Grid. For you guys watching live on Sports you saw the whole show. So if you're watching the live, this is what the show looks like live. We appreciate you guys sticking with us and being a part of the program as we are here every single weeknight, midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific time, live on YouTube, live on Twitter. He's Dave Sherapin. I am Matt Peralta. We're back tomorrow for another episode of the Bostonian versus the book.